So you're in the journey. You're in the journey. Yes, Ernesto. You, you got you got to make sure you got to wipe those glasses so you can see, right? Hey, you know the strings about wearing glasses. <laughs> Freaks off of it. There we go. There it is. <laughs> What's going on, my friend? Oh, trying to um, figure things out. Yeah. Uh, continue on my path, my journey. Yeah. Uh, make sure I'm doing my self-care. Yes, I love that. I love that. Yeah. We all need that. Yes, yes. Making sure I'm trying new strategies, making sure I'm realigning my template. Mm, love it. My name is Tamika Earl. Um, I am a LMSW out of South Carolina, and I'm also licensed uh, in Maryland, where I do primarily all my telehealth at. Um, I do have a consulting business that I started, which is Right Path Consulting. Um, I aim to assist those who are in the process of either starting their um, graduate program, getting their MSW, or um, if they needed some guidance, you know, after you pass your test or if you're in the process of, of taking your test or just asking general questions. And also, I am the founder of a empowerment group called The Power of Zone, which we are hosting <laughs> out of Clemson, South Carolina, um, home of the Tigers. Um, we host our events at um, the Little John Community Center mm. of Clemson, which is um, directed by Mitch, Miss Adrian Gardner. So I'm very thrilled that she allows me to come in and share the opportunities once a month with the community. Wow. Thank you for being on the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. The first time I met you was... Um, Nashville for the not your typical psychotherapist. And from then you just started doing things that was just outside of your comfort zone. I invited you on because I, I was so thrilled with your, with the way you just took off, you know, and you, you are doing things that are outside of the norm, uh, outside of your comfort zone. Um, and it, it's really nice to see your process from that. So tell us your story, tell us where you came from and what you're breaking through in this moment of your career? I came from a little town by the name of Seneca, South Carolina. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, I grew up, you know, in the home with my mom. Um, basically, I I spent a lot of time with my dad's mom. Mm. Um, I was the only grandchild until I was like 17. But my grandmother died when I was 12. Mm. So um, that was my first encounter with trauma. Um, with that being said, so once my dad's mother died, I was more involved with my mom's side of the family. And that's where, you know, um, a lot of the things that I observed in the current of my lifestyle, just that observation back then, there were some things I, I just didn't want to continue to do. Wow in my journey through life and i didn't did a lot you know definitely y'all will hear about it in london i mean not that london awesome. you know greece yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that right there and like um also i feel like a big part of my discovery um took place in supervision so as you know i am a associate liver therapist i at the end of the year and i'll be through that process yeah. but just going through the supervision with my supervisor it's a self-discovery mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. again it makes you dig deep which makes me i feel like a great therapist because mm -hmm. i'm able to relate to my clients you know um we have the textbooks right 
but it's that personal journey. That's right. That's right. You know, you, you mentioned, it sounds to me as if you, you've made some realization about what you grew up with. There are some things that you're realizing now that the values that you grew up with does not really conform or actually work out in this current situation. What were some of those things that you grew up with, the values that you thought was, was, was appropriate that now does not serve you in your business? Well, honestly, for me, just showing up for everybody, I observe my great grandmother uh, and my grandmother who recently passed in January, like my grandma definitely showed up for everybody besides herself. Wow. wow. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it, it's funny because um, I was talking to someone and we was reflecting back on how we got in the field of social work. And believe it or not, I was a caretaker for my dad's dad at 24. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, um, so my granddad had dementia, which, uh, you know, increased into Alzheimer's and he had a below the knee amputation. So and he was very stern. So <laughs> that was a journey. So that's where I was a really empath there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, okay, somebody had to take care of granddaddy. Right. I'm going to do it. You know, he so all. So you're saying that all your your focus then was on taking care of this individual of, of your family member. And then along the way, you didn't develop this showing up for yourself kind of thing. Right, right. Until later in life, um, when I I'm assuming I just had this wake up call where maybe one day my stress level popped to a top. It never did. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I don't want to uh i didn't work in plants like that life is not for me uh, <laughs> mm. um like the little rapper called shorty low you know mm. didn't done it all i didn't done it all <laughs> mm. wow so how do you navigate now what does showing up mean for you now because you grew up with a family member your grandmother that didn't show up for herself so what does that mean for you now um well i definitely learned to set my boundaries i definitely um took some parts of the four agreements, uh, don't take things personally, uh, mm -hmm. and just not overcompensating myself. You know, I'm trying to fulfill a goal for myself, which I'm doing all these things to get where I'm going. So why everybody else can't do that? Mm, wow, that's amazing. So you've got some generational stuff also that you're working through. Mm -hmm. What was it like when, when your grandmother... Uh, when your when your dad's mom tried showing up, what? How did the community? How did the family members? How did you respond to that? Okay, actually, my dad's mom, like I said, she died when I was twelve. So mm. that grandmother, um, what can I say about my grandma Rose? She showed me unconditional love and how you supposed to give people unconditional love despite. That's what I got out of her. Wow. And so I'm, I'm seeing that that triggered down into after she died, I kept that up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. What's the good and bad of that? Uh, the, <laughs> the good is you just try to be there for everybody. And then the bad is like you get overwhelmed, like you you can't do it. And then when you can't show up, it creates problems. Not for you, but for the others. Wow. Okay, so it's almost as if they, you're creating dependency from other people. People are depending on you way too much, and you got to realize, oh my gosh, I can't show up for everybody. I can't take care of everybody. 
Right, being the enabler. Wow, wow. In the context of your business, what's it like for you to show up? Because when I think showing up, I think you being on stage, I think you showing up on social media, celebrating all your wins. What is that like for you? Um, actually, I've been having to work through that. Um, so yeah, so me and my therapist last year, uh, we worked on celebrating myself because uh, in the past, I feel like I have been kind of looked upon because, you know, I have degrees. Like I say, I didn't start even back up in college till I was 26. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I didn't caught up. So um, yeah, so I, I definitely get praised a lot, a lot. I mean, I would get random text messages. A friend of mine just gave me a card for Mother's Day. I just saw her and where she ran in the car. And I'm like, okay, Tamika, you know, yeah, you are doing this. Okay. All right. But yeah, um, so it was definitely a challenge just uh, being able to celebrate myself because um, I had always trained my thought that what I'm doing is because I need to make sure my daughter has a roof. Okay. Mm. Sure. We have lights, uh, make sure we have a car to drive, you know, make sure we have air conditioning, you know, just the little things like that. Um, honestly, me and my daughter didn't even go on our first trip to till she was five, I believe. And, you know, ever since then we have been picked up and went a lot of places. And sometimes others just don't, you know, like that. Yeah, it's it's always so hard when you when you're on a survival mode, right? When you're just doing the day-to-day things. And then showing up is a little bit different for yourself because it sounds like you gave yourself so much to other people and mm-hmm. developing boundaries on, you know, it, it's now, it's now me time. It, it's me time. What was your reaction when you started venturing outside of your comfort zone and realized, oh my gosh, this is a whole new world here in my business. I got to show up. I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to host my first what is that thing? You you hosted you you hosted uh your first live webinar event or yeah, right? Saturday. Yeah. Panel Saturday. Yeah, so where it started it was in Nashville. Again, um at the end of the conference, I I, I remember you going around uh, with the microphone, giving people the option to talk. So I was so I told Tamara, who introduced me to the, the group and you all, I was like, I'm about to say something. And she was like, okay. So I got up and I said what I said, but hear me out. All right. This is my positive thought. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Let me have my moment on this though. Okay. Yeah. I look at myself honestly as the baby of the group. Mm. Yes, I do. And I take that and I was like, look at all these aunties and uncles I have. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never shared it with nobody. <laughs> That's awesome. So you've got the not your typical psychotherapist aunties and uncles. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, then my uncle Ernesto. You know, he introduced me to all these godparents, and you know, all these things. They are just lining me up to where you know, once I get my clinical license, I'll be on. I'm, I'm gonna be coasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So you feel like you had the community take you on, you know, yeah. that, that baby chick, right? That took you on under their wings so that you could you could grow up. You know, this is really cool because this is good for me to know that there's an impact with the community. Not just there's an you are the result of someone who is supported by a community. Mm-hmm. And therefore now it feels like you are fearless at this point. 
right? Once you get the, you it's, and here's the thing. Let, let me just encourage you to think this way. You don't need your license to show up. You don't need that. Um, I really truly believe that many of the gifts that you we we have does not is not validated, not validated or stamped because of your licensure. You're right. Tell me your thoughts on that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, because you know, I am in a lot of groups and there are several people who are just at the graduate level. I got one friend, she was like, oh, I never do it. <laughs> she was like, no. She was like, I commend you um, for doing that, blah, blah. But again, I am a, I always challenge myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, that's a challenge. Uh, for me, in my mind, like, that's my final, like, perhaps that's where I fulfill my contentment in. Right. Right, absolutely. For those of you who are listening, I just want you to know Tamika is is a rare jewel in our community. There's many of uh, them that who are hiding just because they don't have the title, they don't have the certificate, they don't have all the things. But I can guarantee you right now that once you move past that lie that tells you you have to have certain things, you have to have this amount in your bank account or whatever, stop. Right. That I know I hate to say this, but I know many experienced licensed clinicians who are just like, you you're mean. Like, why do you why do you have the licensure? And it's almost as if they're so immature about it. But I see you, you're doing the thing. You are you are excelling. And it doesn't matter at one point, I think from my perspective, when I see you move through the not typical psychotherapist community, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets to a point I'll be sitting here. You know, I have a million sticky tabs. You can see my desk right now in the floor. <laughs> I just mm. jot down stuff. And also, I have my wall um, that I have started just jotting down things for Greece. So I, I got a wall that I have up there. So that's my vision. Okay. I put it out there. Anything I think of or I see, I jot it up there. Beautiful. So I can, um, put it together. You got to tell you, Tamika, no pressure on you. Okay. And you're going li to be licensed in a while. But for those of you who are hearing the word Santorini, Greece, because it's coming out of Tamika's mouth right now, Tamika is actually one of my speakers for Notch Typical Psychotherapist Santorini, Greece. So she will be on stage on this cruise. We will be on a cruise. Now, here's what's unique about the situation. When I chose and reached out to Tamika, I didn't care about the licensure. I did not care about that. Um, and you're in the process right now. I didn't even think of anything other than reaching out to you because you had a story and I wanted to put the limelight on someone who is pre-licensed moving through the world, but has a story to tell. That's my point of putting people on the not your typical psychotherapist stage. I don't know if you know that, Tamika. Hey, when I got that phone call, <laughs> woo, boy, that definitely was a game changer. And yes, you know, uh, I have been listening to all your podcasts, by the way. <laughs> and the imposter syndrome definitely set in. It, mm. did. it did. It did. But, you know, I was able to maneuver through it, not saying it's not going to show up the closer 
<laughs> we get to it. I think I had a whole dream that I had a whole panic attack before I went on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you know that that's the thing. It's 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 okay to experience that. That's the main thing, right? I know that when I was pre-licensed, someone gave me a chance uh -huh. to get on stage to speak, and that was a game changer for me. And I want to, with all the summits that I've done, um. And with all the summits that's going on right now, you've got these speakers who've been speaking for a long, long time, which is not a bad thing. I love that they're putting individuals who are experienced. Um, but I look for story. I look for triumph. I look for someone who goes, you know what? I don't have it yet, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't even, it's coming. It's coming. My favorite thing I like to look at, and it says, this listing, it is going to pay out. It Exactly. And imagine, Tamika, your daughter. She's going to be looking at that. She's going to be looking at all the things that you're doing and you're giving her a gift, right? Yes, yes. And we just had, um, like last week, she was trying out for the varsity cheerleading basketball. Now, my daughter is a rising freshman, so she's finishing up her eighth grade year this year. And uh, so she was in the back, I mean, in the kitchen and she was like, oh, I can't get it. I can't get it. I said, Zion, I said, now, wait a minute. First of all, we do perseverance. We don't give up, but you need to take things by segments. Okay. Mm -hmm. I said, I need you to go get my little phone clip thing so you can hold up your iPad and take it by segments. And guess what the outcome was? My girl is on the varsity chili squad. Oh, that's awesome. But you yeah. know, that, that that makes a lot of sense because when you look at things from, from a bigger perspective, you, we get overwhelmed, right? You want to look at things from small chunks so that you can go after them. But when when things are big, we become overwhelmed. It sounds like what you're doing is you're just like with your career right now, you're taking things by you're not doing the whole, I'm gonna do a big group practice. You're like, no. I'm gonna just gonna do these things. I'm just going to be on stage for a little while. I'm going to host these little summits uh, online, mm -hmm. and then you're gradually working towards those big goals. Yes. Yeah. Whatever that ends up being. So whatever to me will be for me, and I'm just gonna work my steps and realign them, and readjust them, and try this and try that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Move through. Wow, I love it. So for for those who are listening, what are some of the things that you want to impart with them? What are some of the wisdom that you want to impart with them? Because you 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 have taken it to a whole new level in your practice right now and you're you're continuing to climb. One thing I would definitely say is never limit yourself. One thing about me is um I'm sure that people counted me out a long time ago in this though. I have a whole speech impediment, all right? So um don't never Limit yourself with things you think you can and can't do. I remember being in, well, shoot, being an adult, because I was a mail carrier for, for six years mm -hmm. uh, while I was getting my associates, well, getting all, all, all of my degrees. But um, I remember one time my speech just was still choppy. Mm -hmm. And after I got my undergrad degree, I went into like this whole depression mode because I was wow. like, how am I going to get a job when my field is to talk to people? Okay. Oh my gosh. I did not know that about your story. I'm you, had a, you had a speech impediment that. Wow. 
and you will get to see a little video from my speech pathologist, hopefully, when we go to Greece. That is, a, and you chose a profession where you are talking. No, it chose me. Oh, I, oh. I wanted to be a teacher, to be honest, because I was delivering mail and I want to be off every weekend. Okay. <laughs> Being honest, it chose me again. I was taking care of, of my grandfather, which was my dad's dad. So I didn't even start back going to school until 2006. Yeah, so I'm a late bloomer. Yeah. Wow. And you, you, so this is another layer to your story then where you felt you, you didn't feel like you can communicate and, and this profession that shows you, which is therapy requires you to communicate in, in, in this way. Wow. That must've been anxiety provoking. <laughs> yeah, you <think> so. <laughs> yeah. Whole nother level of anxiety, you know? Wow. And had to overcome that. So, you know, I would encourage you to talk about that story because now that I'm thinking about it, all the things that you're doing and what I'm seeing on social media of what you're doing is becoming richer in my mind because communication is almost everything in what we do. And I'm putting you on a stage on a huge ship to Mm -hmm. communicate to your to you to the not typical psychotherapist crowd. My goodness. Yeah. And I'm ready. You're ready. I was <laughs> so all you gotta do is just try to figure out what you're gonna wear on stage, right? That's it. I was trying to figure out, do I want to wear sneakers? Mm. I was looking back to Nashville and I was looking at um Yanetta, Montoya, and Makai. Makai had on heels. <laughs> I think she came out of them on the second half. So, okay. <laughs> and then um, the other two had on sneakers. But then just like looking at other people's stuff, like everybody is more relaxed now. Mm. You know, everybody is in there comfortable. So, but I am extra. So, you know, I think I was talking to Tori about getting me a outfit that had a bunch of rhinestones on it. I don't let's know. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm excited. So instead of youth ruminating on the speech impediment or things that you haven't done. Now you're ruminating on what to wear on stage, which is great. That shows confidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the way on stage, how many bathing suits I'm going to pack, how much oh. song I have, what songs I'm going to do with karaoke. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And also, I've been looking at them photo shoots I had on women in them big gowns and stuff. Huh. <laughs> That's what I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about making sure that I get me Hey, well, I ain't going to say that. But anyway, making sure that I um, have me a ride at the airport to get to the next terminal. You know, I'm trying to reserve all my energy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so this is encouraging to see the direction you went into. Right. And, and your triumph. So, Tamika, for the, the people that are listening, you mentioned perseverance, not to give up. Right. Any other things that you want to impart? Any wisdom you want to impart with the community? Um, yes, um, definitely try not to focus on the norms that you have looked at of your upbringing. Okay. Um, you can definitely do more things. Um, we don't have to work 15 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, we may work a couple jobs at the moment just to make ends meet on where we're going, but that's not our final journey. So I have learned to just try to be, and it's hard, try to be content with your current uncomfortable position. Mm-hmm. 
but you got to keep on doing things. You got to keep on jumping in and trying to figure this out. Um, trying to figure out who is showing this TikTok and YouTube. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So, and, um, you know, me, I love God. So, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely have to be in church on Sundays. I'm going to tell you what my pastor um, dropped on yesterday, which was a nugget for me. And the nugget was that we have resumes with God. Mm-hmm. So, come on now. I saw you. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. Resumes with God. So, yeah. So, meaning he, he already knows my skills. <laughs> He knows my traits. He knows my characteristics. He knows my objectives. He knows, so he knows, so he's going to align me up <sighs> with the right people. And, and and after she said that yesterday, I sat back in my chair and I said, my life definitely shows that. Wow. God has your resume. That's amazing. He already knows your skills, your talents your background so he's going to align you with the right people the right approach the 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 direction in your 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 life in your professional world wow that's uh dope. i love that i absolutely love that well tamika thank you so much for showing up i i i i love seeing your journey i love seeing how you are going above and beyond uh, where your you think your status is at right now, but I see you on a whole different level of kicking ass. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know. So well, thank you for providing the environment. Like, just be honest. Like, if you wouldn't have created this avenue for mm-hmm. us, so thank you for the avenue. Thank you for being real with us thank you for taking us on your journeys <laughs> yes thank you for the opportunities i mean thank you yeah that's that's it's my pleasure and uh there's going to be much much more in the future i cannot wait when you start posting on social media you got your licensure you got all the things you you become a keynote oh, speaker yeah. come on <laughs> wait a minute international okay. international that oh yeah that's right you're already an international speaker yeah yeah, my name is on the street. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> well, congratulations, my friend. And I, this is this is gonna be amazing. So thank you for joining in. Thank you for having me, Ernesto. Awesome. So again, my name is Ernesto, and I'm the host of your Not Your Typical Psychotherapist uh, podcast. I will have Tamika's information uh, on the show notes. And um, yeah, this was an amazing conversation, Tamika. This is Thanks. not gonna be the last time I'm gonna invite you here. Thank you. I'm welcome. I'm ready. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.